Generally Speaking About the Church, episode number 35. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to About the Church. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is D.G. Hollins. And we're here today to talk about, well, we don't know yet. Whatever. Because <laughs> this is all about, generally speaking, my friends. Oh, I'm so glad to be back, my friend. I am, too. This is, man, you could not have asked for a better day today. Is it nice here out in there? Here Kentucky. It is awesome well yesterday was awesome because i went out for a walk my friend and a long walk because <laughs> you needed you needed all the steps i needed the steps exactly yeah. I'm, I'm working on my ten thousand steps a day goal and uh yesterday was pretty close i i, I think seven thousand eight hundred and some odd steps so what is that like four miles five miles no i i think it's about four miles four somewhere around there so you know, it was it was all good, and um, it was really good because it was like four o'clock in the afternoon, and prior to that, I had a total of 197 steps for the entire day. Wow! Up to that point, you know, with my long commute down the. <laughs> but you the, should, and that's the thing. That's the one thing I don't ever trust about the the what are those things called? Pedometers. Pedometers. Thank you. Is it doesn't like it needs to specify if those steps were uphill or pushing a lawnmower uphill. Yeah. You know, come on. That's not counted in there. And I know that I've burned a lot more calories <laughs> when no I'm pushing doubt. a truck uphill or well, a lawnmower. Well, the whole idea is that you, it gives you that average count for the day. And sure. overall, yeah. Well, but anyway, uh, this isn't generally speaking about health and pedometers. <laughs> so we are going to we are going to talk a little bit about the church today. And uh I just want to start things off by saying, man, I am really feeling bad about something. Oh, June fourth okay. was the last time I released an episode of the about the, or the almost daily devotional. Oh, really? Yeah, I was I was pretty good at getting at minimum at least two or three of those out a week for a couple of weeks, and now here it's been June fourth, and now I'm having almost daily devotional block. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not. I, I come down here in the morning, every morning, and I sit down, and I'm looking at it, and for some reason, I just can't get it to come out. I, I hit record on the micro, on the recorder, I start talking, and I'm like, <laughs> this isn't it. This isn't it. And so I end up not recording an almost daily devotional. And so now it's been since June 4th, and what is today, the 17th? Yes. Yeah. I so. that's right. Oh, wow. Well, I'm trying to look at I'm trying to look something up on the internet now because I I just started using a uh, a book I found on the internet from a church that's up in I think Minneapolis uh-huh. I'm not positive on that uh, but they basically have written their own morning prayer and evening prayer right. for their community and I, I went and bought the book you can it's completely free online but I uh, went and bought the book and I've been doing that for the past I don't know two or three days now and I'm loving it so right um, I don't know I can give it. Give it to you as a suggestion. I mean, you can see over here, I have my devotional books, but for some reason, um, I have like this devotional guide to beating stress and I have one about integrity and, and I have, and I have the hour daily bread and I I have all these things for inspiration and I read them. But when it comes to recording the podcast, I, I never in my life have experienced a block of what I am going to say until it comes recently, until it has come to the almost daily devotional. And on top of that, yesterday, 
Yesterday, I had the most scathing email I've ever received in my life. Awesome. Exactly. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> uh, and and it was one of these emails that said, pretty much, you're a worthless piece of trash. You That's all you are. It's all you've ever been. And it's all you ever will be. Wow. Uh-huh. And he says, you know what? And I'm not. And, and I, I always love it when people like this quote Christ. Mm. And he That's says, nice. and Jesus said, never cast your pearls before a swine. And I can obviously see that if I were to continue my conversation with you, that's exactly what I would be doing. Oh, my like, gosh. Yeah. Thank you. But um, it, what's amazing, though. Somebody needs <clears throat> to seek help. Well, it, yeah. Like, I, psychological. <laughs> he, this guy was very angry. Uh, and and it was it was weird because I got this one email and then I got a second email that kind of sounded as if they as if he saw some issues with the way that I run my business, which huh. obviously I'm huh. I'm no business professional, never yeah. claimed to be, and and so he, he 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 said he saw ten issues that I need to address or else it's going to hurt me in the long run, and he shared one of them and I, I responded but and and kind of defended some of the decisions I've made with that one issue, and said I'd love to hear the rest of what you have so. You know, but it, can we have it out? Can we have this conversation via, you know, phone versus email? Sure. Because we get all well. Anyway, he thought I was being overly defensive, and poof, here it came. And he, he, so so anyway, I say all that to say this: I I, I did an episode called "Scathing Email," episode one thirty of my crazy life. Hmm. Um, but that should be on the podcast answer man. <laughs> No, 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 no. <clears throat> Matter of fact, in the email, he told me if I used his name or any of his comments, he would he would sue me. Oh, I'm so. just talking about the topic. Yeah, the topic of dealing with oh, yeah. negative activity yeah. and negative. Oh yeah, we, that wasn't the first time that I've we've we've talked about that before. <laughs> so, uh, but here's the situation, and and in I didn't go into this in my crazy life because you know it, it, this is the place where I come and I really share the the right. spiritual side of things. But I want to say. For those who are listening to this podcast, more than likely, there's a higher percentage of people that are listening to this podcast that understand, understand spiritual warfare. And I have no doubt in my mind. That's me. Okay. <clears throat> I just heard a beep and I was like, what was that? There. I forgot to turn off my twirl. Oh, okay. So um, anyway, <laughs> I, I know that the, the spiritual warfare, I have no doubt that when, I mean, because I can talk about anything else, but if I go to, re, if I go to hit record and start talking into the microphone about something that is going to be spiritually uplifting to a great number of people who are listening to the Almost Daily Devotional, I can't get the words out. Hmm. I and, and then all of a sudden, um, and, and what's amazing is this guy really doesn't, he just learned who I was a, a week ago from okay, another so. place. And he sat there and he listened to all the podcast answerments. But what's, what's odd is that he's, everything he said in his email, back in December, silently, I thought to myself, now, not silently, I thought to myself, but you know how sometimes uh, when Satan is attacking you, he can he speaks thoughts into your minds like you're worthless, you're no good, you there's you can't do this. Sure, um, you know you don't have the experience that it takes to do this, and and you've been sheltered all your life, and and who are, who do you think that you are, and and there's just no way that you can do this and support a family, and all of these other things. and and what's amazing is I had never really verbally put that out there in a place where he would find it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? And so what I'm saying is that in his emails, he kind of just hit 
every single one of those nerve endings that that back in January would have caused me to curl under and just crawl under a bench and say, you know, dear God, take me now, you know, that kind of thing. But but please bring the tornado now. But but as soon as I read it, I saw for what it was. And I will tell you that I, I, I don't believe this. I know I have been under spiritual attack for the last two weeks. Hmm. A major spiritual attack, hmm. simply because of just the the fact that that people are being reached through through this hmm. podcasting stuff, and so anyway, I share that just to ask people to continue to pray for the podcasting efforts here and and my ability yeah. to continue to move forward, and not to let the fact that it's been since June fourth keep me now from picking up the baton and moving forward. Exactly, yeah. And if nothing else, just to re. Record a podcast about keep on moving on. Yeah, <laughs> and the importance of doing so. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I, uh, I you know, I, you know, it's, it's, we're going to generally speak. So dang it, I'm going to generally speak. Please do. Um, one of my one of my frustrations is, um, and I'm not saying that you just did this. <laughs> I want to clarify that it just brought it to mind that um, so many people want to blame Satan for everything. Yep, we've talked about this before. <laughs> And because I know of parents that have said, uh, well, Satan just grabs my child and, and makes him do all these things nope. and things like that. And I'm just like, what, <laughs> what am I trying to say? <laughs> now my uh, cat's got my tongue. Well, hold on. I'll let you finish. But I, be- I believe that Satan doesn't grab your child and say things. However, I do believe that Satan can take what you and, and he can instigate an inappropriate response to what your children are doing. Okay. Meaning that, that it's like, it, you know, that it, and it, maybe it's not saying it's that, you know, it, you know, the little angel and the, the, I'm not saying it's that, but there, but there are two different distinct ways. It's like, there's the right way and the good, your con, your conscious, the Holy spirit sure. is leading and guiding you yeah. to take the proper response right. and, and to respond to the situation and circumstance in a certain way. And that really is through the guidance of the Holy spirit, I believe. And, and in essence, uh, it comes through understanding God's will, His desires, and and His perfect, you know, it all being renewed of the mind. Sure. But oftentimes, if we're not clued into what God says, we don't hear that voice. Right. But oh, instead, yeah, we hear the the human nature voice. Exactly. And I, and I think that's the thing is what what I call what I call I would call it sin. You know, if you're just if you're missing the mark, you're not you're not doing what God would desire. And I think that's within every single human being. Yeah, I really do. And we're constantly wrestling with that. And I think a lot of people want to blame it on Satan when in reality, they just need to suck it up and say, you know, it's me. It's, it's, it's the sinful nature within me that's causing me to think these things or to do these things. And uh, instead of always, one of, I think we talk, I don't know if we've already talked about this stuff or not, but back in Genesis, when, uh, when God said, why did you eat this apple? And he said, she made me do it. And then she said, the snake made me do it. It's like, I think the second sin ever is passing the buck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. I'm not the one that has these issues or these problems. Satan's making me do these right, things. Right, right. And another part of it for me is, if you claim to be a Christian, then you claim that Christ defeated Satan on the cross. Right. He's a defeated foe. Why do we give him so much power and so much thanks when we serve a God that has already defeated him? Right. And so I'm going to live my life 
saying, listen, even if you tried to do that, I'll kick your butt. Right. (laughs) Bring it on because the God I serve has already defeated you. I'm going to live my life now with joy and with grace and with hope. And hope is like the number one thing that I get to have. And I hope someday that I hope (laughs) I hope that someday that I won't ever have to have it. Right. (laughs) That's going to be the ones that just fall by the wayside because it's going to come to fruition and then only the only thing will last is, no. is love, not faith or hope. Yeah, and so I mean, I, I I don't know that I actually said it was a satanic attack or or, uh, but but here here's what I do believe is it spirit in spiritual warfare. What I'm talking about is not between angels and demons and they're fighting in this room. Right. You know, it's like that. You know, Satan's blocking for some reason my voice from hitting the <laughs> microphone. Now, when I'm talking spiritual warfare, I'm talking about. The, the war within the yeah. it's the battle between the my own personal will versus what I know is the good and pleasing person perfect will of God right and it's and it is a spiritual war going on within me right and, and it's something that's deeper than just my hands or my heart it's it's a soul level kind of it's thing. a soul level kind of thing and that's, that's exact, where the conflict is happening that and that's where the conflict is happening now I will say that I have I have you ever read Frank Peretti's this present darkness yes oh yes I, some of that, I think, is I, I think some of my theology on spiritual warfare is influenced by Frank Peretti's "This Present Darkness." Yeah, and, it, and people need to realize this this was a fictional book. Yes, exactly. But it, well, even he really says popular it, fictional book. It, it, he says it's a fish, fictional book, but a book that he believes uh, somewhat somewhat talks about some of the things that are unseen. That that perhaps maybe scripture alludes to is is how some of this stuff works out. Definitely, I I don't know that I completely agree with that, but all, all I do know is that it this this whole concept of just feeling this way. I know it's it like you were saying it, it's a soul level kind of thing. It is a spiritual kind of thing, and I'm oh, not yeah. saying that Satan is keeping me from doing because Satan doesn't have the power to keep me from doing something. However, I have the power from keeping me from doing something. Exactly, and it's kind of like the situation. You know, it's like, oh my God, took over my kids, and and I can just tell that he's trying to push my buttons through my kids. It's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Your kids are being kids, <laughs> exactly, and you're choosing to let your buttons be pushed, exactly. Versus... And maybe you're choosing not to be the parent that God might have in store for you, one that sets rules and regulations, and one that loves them through doing those things. Exactly, and and so. <laughs> Um, and, and of course, one of the things to say is is that you know Satan made me do this, blah 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 blah. Satan's giving me a hard time. This is all a. When I'm thinking, it's like you know maybe God's allowing these things. Not that God brings these things into your life, but God is allowing them. Uh, and maybe he's been holding it off for a long time. Maybe maybe he's been keeping some things from happening to you until you get to the place where now you're ready for this one. Because you know what? Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds. Because you, you know it's through the perseverance that your faith is developed, and and you're, yeah. you're so so it's like you're being made stronger for all these things. And and one of the things that I through this email that this jerk left me. Uh, I tell you, it, it really. We didn't. love the jerk in the yeah. name of Jesus, but <laughs> we still don't. we can call a, a cow a cow. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I I noticed is that my gosh, has God brought me far in my understanding of my purpose and and my my understanding of where I'm supposed to be in life and what I'm supposed to be doing and how not to be t- deterred because. Before, and I mean, an email even with half the potency 
of what this guy said sure. would really just knock me down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And here, this guy said some things that you just... It's just an opportunity to be able to say, hey, I do have the fruit of the Spirit in me. <laughs> I have self-control. I have patience. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to say uh, that that... that you know that's where I've been recently. I, I'm, you know what? By golly, today I am going to release an almost daily devotional. Awesome! It's going to happen. Good. All right. As it should. As it should. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it's it's brand new for me to be able to do a morning prayer and an evening prayer. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell in love with it honestly when I went to the Abbey at Gethsemane, where Thomas Merton was the monk at, and so I woke up and they do all the hours of the prayer. So three fifteen in the morning, then five, then six, then seven. Then, you know, I mean, just a whole bunch throughout the rest of the day and the evenings. And I loved it, man. It was amazing. I, I would wake up at 3.15 in the morning and say, yes, let's go. Let's, let's go to worship. And I would go down there and all these monks are going to be singing back and forth some psalms and stuff like that. But they were, oh, the thing I really loved about it was they were reading Revelation. And, of course, they're doing lectionary stuff. And so, they have to, you know, they're just reading through the entire Bible over over time. And they were reading Revelation, and it was always thundering every night. So it's like pitch black, 3.15 in the morning, thunder and lightning going all over the place, and they're reading Revelation. I was like, this is awesome. Who needs a movie when you got this, man? This is awesome. <laughs> so, so where where was this at that you this was going on? Uh, it's it's just it's near I think it's near Bardstown, Kentucky, but uh, it's a it's a um, oh um, it's a, it's a monastery basically, and Thomas Merton, a really famous Christian writer, that's where he was a monk at, and um, and so you can go down there and you can stay, it's free. You I mean just you know they want you to give donations, but you can stay for a full week. You can stay just for a weekend. Um, I mean, it is a phenomenal retreat kind of thing, but it's real monks. I mean, they make cheese and they make they make cheese. fudge and they do, um, you know, all kinds of different stuff. It's really, really cool. I'd suggest anybody. I mean, even if you're not even a Christian, just go and experience it. I mean, it's, it is amazing. And they really encourage silence. So like while you're eating, silence, um, while you're walking around silence, but I actually encouraged, um, I asked him if I could work with him because I just, I felt God wanted me to do a silence and service kind of retreat. And so I went there and I was working with all these monks and, uh, and while they're working, it's not silent. It's just a group of guys that are sitting around work, you know, making boxes to put fruitcake in and stuff like that. So they're just normal guys hanging exactly. out. Exactly. Like they were talking about politics and Oprah and all kinds of stuff. Oh it was awesome. God. Oprah? Exactly. Where do they just, watch Oprah? Well, they don't, they don't watch any of the, anything like TV stuff, but they have a lot of newspapers and magazines and stuff like that. And DVDs. They have a bunch of DVDs and stuff like that. That is so funny. But it's, it's awesome. You there, you're, you're such a cool place. You're thinking about monks and then all of a sudden they're... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Did you see the lace? latest mission is possible <laughs> but you know they it was just it was a, it was like hanging out with a bunch of really cool christian guys and i mean it's just it was really it was a phenomenal experience so if, if there is a monastery anywhere near you uh, i would encourage you just to go and just check it out for a little See, bit it, for me i would i would think that monasteries would be like so cut off from the world that you can't get in they had this i think some of them are but okay. a lot of them have hospitality as a huge core value of who they are oh wow and so they you know they build basically hotels near them and there are certain parts that you can't go into i mean that's monks only kind of stuff oh, okay but um but it's meant to be able to provide, provide a re- retreat center yeah monks only exactly yeah, there's signs all over the place you know monks only yeah monk parking and get this get the reserved get, for monks get, 
get this, their website is monks.org. Is it really? <laughs> that is awesome. It's really cool. But anyway, oh, I gosh. digress. This is the monk episode. <laughs> not monk the TV show. No, not the TV show. It'll monk. be really OCD real quick. But yeah, not a problem. <laughs> So, so do they do Gregorian chants? Yeah. Ode, ade, but it's not in Latin. I mean, they do it in English. <laughs> they do it in English, but uh, I mean, it is it is beautiful. I mean, it really is awesome. I tried to record it when I was there, but all I had was like my my laptop's mic, and I was like, this ain't working. <laughs> well, dude, now you got yourself an Adderall R-09. So. Exactly. Not dash O-10, though. Or no. 10 or whatever. No, the new one is the R-09HR. Oh, that's right. HR. HR. <laughs> <clears throat> Available for $2.99. Podcastanswerman.com slash packages. Nice. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Did you like that? I loved that. That oh, was great. Oh, sweet. So, um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what else is going on? So, you mentioned these prayer times. What are you doing during your prayer times? How do you do prayer time? Well, you know, it, it's. I think it's different for for everybody and I actually encourage people to, to test out different things and stuff like that but I actually put a link on the chat room if you want to go to it you can but this is like they're in week four Tuesday morning right now at least these this group of people are and this literally is just it's called the Missio Dei um, is the name of them the name of this uh, this group of people and I think this is very typical of kind of like um, like an emerging or emergent church kind of thing. I mean, this is a people that have moved into a poorer neighborhood on purpose okay. to be able to bring the kingdom about. And they do things like kind of a neo-monastic kind of thought and way of okay, thinking. Okay, I'm like sorry. You're using all kinds of Christianese there. <laughs> Explain neo-monastic, please, okay. for our audience. Monasticism is monks. Okay. And neo means new. So okay, so it's, it's like new a, monk It's stuff. a new monk movement, yeah. It's which, the which, postmodern monkism. Exactly, which feeds into what we were talking about. Gotcha. I'm, kind of, I'm glad you held me accountable there. No problem. But they actually have it looks just written out. I mean, and you can see on this website here, They've just got it completely written out. And the cool thing is, is if you go back to this website, if it's not morning time and it's evening time, I think they change it right here. So, like, if you go to the breviary.com, B-R-E-V-I-A-R-Y.com, you can join me as well as a whole bunch of other people. You can buy the hard book, book the hardback book, or you can just download the ebook and print it off. It's completely free, which is really cool. So, our, let me ask you this. So, so, and of course, I, I, I mean, prayer time, alone time with God can be a variety of different things. It can be, oh, yeah. but, but so in essence, what you're doing is, is you go along and, and you're reading through this pre-written prayer and, and do you just read it and, and, uh, your heart follows along is is that what you do with this and sometimes in some cases like in a lot of times like in this one they actually say um well it's not written in here on the website but in the book it actually says okay now take time to pray in your own life about those things that we just that we just read about that were that were biblical uh, scripture and stuff like that so it's it's really kind of cool that they actually have a little time for that what i used to do is you know I went through. I've, been, I've gone through phases in my life when yeah. it comes to quiet time and stuff like that. Some of the times it was just I would really do the best I could to just be sensitive to God throughout the rest of the day, throughout the entire day. Uh-huh. And I would I would literally say, as soon as God woke me up, or as soon as I would I would be sensitive to what God was doing, I would just stop. I would just stop whatever I was doing for five minutes and spend some time with God. Gotcha. Um, and and it would go on throughout the rest of the day. And I don't know a lot of people that's. 
And that's nothing wrong with that. I mean, everyone just thinks, well, I don't know everyone, a whole bunch of people. Like when I was growing up, I grew up in West Texas, which might as well have just been Baptists everywhere. Right. <laughs> and and all the Baptists believe and you've got to have your quiet time each day. It has to be 15 to 30 minutes or something else like that. You know, these are just my friends in the local church that I went to or that I uh, were friends with. But, I, you know, as I went and I, as I started talking to older people and the people that have lived a little bit more life than me, I started realizing that there was all different kinds of ways of doing, you know, spending time with God. And I really think that God had in mind, just like what we saw in Genesis, that we're constantly with him, that we're yeah. walking with him, that we're we're doing podcasts with him, we're, we're eating with our families with him. And, you well, know, it, that's the time pray, with God we should Pray without doing. ceasing. Exactly. You know, exactly. It, it, it's, it's, it's all about experiencing the the presence of god right um all the time exactly for but me there's nothing wrong at all with spending focused time oh, with absolutely god too. Not. so it, I, kinda, I don't want to clarify you know, no, it, it's kind of like okay well in in that respect it's kind of like well stephanie's in the same house with me now i'm sure we'll pass by each other throughout the day i mean we're, we're in each other's presence on a consistent basis <laughs> give a hug on, here give a kiss there exactly you know. but there are times where if if I went two or three weeks and that was the only experience that we had, our relationship's going to not be the, what it could be. Exactly. That's that's what I'm going to exactly. say. It, it, our relation it's not that our relationship would you know die away or anything. I guess right. over time with some, enough neglect, Probably it will. Would. Yeah. But it it's not going to live up to its full potential. And spending my my wife or anybody else for that matter loves it when you devote enough of your time undistracted and and devoted solely to what it is that's on their mind and, exactly. and, and having that conversation. And you know what? There are times when my wife wants me to talk to her. Yeah. There are times when she wants to hear, she, she just wants to hear what's going on in my soul, in my heart, in sure. my mind. There are times when my wife wants me to shut the heck up and listen <laughs> to her for a change. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I there, there are times that my wife would like to just hold hands and be silent together. Mm-hmm. And it depend you know that they, yeah. they're all different ways and they're all quality time spent and so what i'm saying is if i relate that to god um i those are the many di- some of the many different ways that you can approach god. There are times when i'll say lots of prayers and i'll i'll be talking with god and 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 sharing everything on my heart and just thanking him for the things that I can think to thank him for at the moment. And, and there are times when I just go and I'm silent. Oh yeah. There are times when I'll go and, and that entire time is spent reading his word. Uh, there have been times when I've went in with worship music that really kind of just somehow touches me at a deeper level. And I'll just listen to worship music and let my heart sing before God mm-hmm. uh, because my voice isn't going to quite cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I can can't I cannot carry it to the spirit translates the moans and the groans. It's good. Some people call that. it singing, but anyway. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so back to this this uh, the bravery thing. Oh yeah. So I, I see that you know, of course, um, they have some stuff here. What? How do you feel about when you're looking at online materials? What you choose and what you choose not to use. Uh, for your personal devotional readings or uh, times, devotional guides, when as it relates to theology, you know how how do I mean? Do you just hammer that out yourself as you're reading through, or what? What do you? What's your what's your filter there? 
You know, I don't even know if I have one as far as online stuff because I really have not done online stuff. When I just typed this in, this uh-huh. is the first time I've ever seen it. I was like, oh, they have it online. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was my first thought because I actually read about it and I bought the hardback book to support them and to support, I know, what this was. And that's what I'm reading through is the hardback book. Um, but, you know, as far as online stuff, I really think that, you know, just just try it. I, that's all I could ever possibly say for everybody is just try it out. And then you can test the spirit. You know, you can test if this is something that really did bring your relationship with Christ a little bit stronger or if it didn't, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, I would say, if anything, I would stress the importance of praying for discernment. And uh, for those who are not aware, what that means is it, it's, it's being able, it's kind of like a spiritual ability to, to kind of uh, get a feeling for what's right and what's wrong or what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. And, and I think a lot of that comes to, you know, basically like what you're saying, testing the spirits, mm-hmm. uh, te- testing whatever it is that you would be reading, uh, test it in light of, of scripture. And I would, you had mentioned this and I'm surprised you haven't even brought up the word community, but, but also share it, share it with That's others. That's exactly what I just about to do. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, I'm waiting for the DG community, uh, <laughs> plug here that's right uh uh, pastor damon is in our chat room uh and that's his username anyway he says how does that happen with all those kids and i'm i'm thinking he's probably talking about um the the quiet times and with stephanie oh yeah with you (laughs) i didn't say that it happens all the time all i say is that theoretically these are the things that really improve a relation no seriously we we do make time uh for that in fact um in the same way in the same way that that i have to set aside time alone with god on a regular basis um it's all about it sounds you know i i don't believe i do not believe in a legalistic requirement of a daily alone time with God. I that's why I have a thing called the almost daily devotional. Yeah. And be uh and the and the truth is uh the one thing I know is that in my schedule in my life I do believe that if I don't get so crazy as to put it on a calendar as an event then it it just sometimes will get overlooked without me even thinking about it. And you know what? There are times when I just need to schedule 15 minutes on the couch, uninterrupted, quality, let's have a great conversation time with my wife. Yeah. And so um, I I believe any relationship that's important, um, and it was really cool because I had a conversation with somebody uh, just last night, and uh, they're having, um, you know, it was a business, business partnership relationship issues. And uh, this friend called me for some advice, and I'm like, you know, sounds to me what you need is a weekly face-to-face or a bi-weekly face-to-face meeting with your business partner. And if you don't have that, and and it's so weird how much, you know, face-to-face time can really improve any relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I believe that there are things that in in when you actually undistracted there's nothing else going on and you're focused on that time with that individual it completely transforms a relationship and that's what i think is is necessary for our relationship with our spouses sure. um you know i i'm getting to the point where i think you and i need to spend some alone time with each of my children uh and and fit those in and mm. and maybe have like a date night once a month with my kids Oh yeah, and yeah. and start really focusing in on some alone one-on-one time, because and and that's how it all relates to my time alone with God. I I really need that time. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is 
I just want to stress, I don't believe in the legalistic, you know, three hours in the morning kind of thing every right. morning. Yeah. It, it's, it really set aside some time alone for God and spend that time with him, whether it be praying, reading a book that just basically builds into you spiritually, whatever it is, something that you say, God, this is time. It's for you. Right. And I think that's the other thing, too, you know, about the being scary about being legalistic and saying, I have to do this once a day or God, you know, doesn't like me or something like that. I think God desires, he desires for you to desire him. Yes. He's not going to make you do it. But the last thing he wants is for you to feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. I really don't think that God wants you to feel guilty. Uh, those people who use guilt and fear. Yeah. Uh, to try to bring people into a relationship with God. I'm sorry, but guilt and fear is not a motivator for me to get into a relationship with someone. No. <laughs> that is not effective. Had, I remember dating that girl before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you know, I, th- I really believe that God, at least the God that we serve, <laughs> is... The emo God. The, <laughs> the God that, that you and I serve is a God that, of love and God of care and God of uh, desiring for you to be in desire, to be desiring to be in a relationship with him. And just like, you know, my dad instilled in me at a very early age, and I thank him so much for this. My dad would never listen to this podcast, but <laughs> but he said, I will always tell you right now that you go on a date with your wife once a week, period. Yep. Period. And, it, and sometimes you're going to have to bring your kids along, but sometimes I would encourage you not to bring your kids along. And he said, you know, that is just one way that's the, he said, that's some of the best advice I could possibly give anybody for marriage. And, you know, and I, I equate that to worship. Mm-hmm. I equate that to saying, I'm going to go spend a dedicated time. I'm going to go on a date with God with a whole bunch of other people because he loves community. We're going to go and, and go on a date with God and we're going to worship God. We're going to love him. We're going to learn more about him. And we're going to be following his example of sacrificially giving our time and of our tithe or money and, and time and you know and everything else but i think that it's so very 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 important to be able to just spend time with him you know and even if it's just outside on a swing i'm sitting here looking at you got some swings in the backyard yep and uh you know just and be a kid with god i think that's important be a too. kid with god you know go find some cotton, swing sets go get Jesus. you some cotton candy get sticky stuff oh, all man. over your face and then lay down in the dirt pot prostrate on the ground and come in and take yourself or the sandbox yeah (laughs) anyway no i know what you're saying (laughs) i think that's true i think that's a relationship if you're gonna base everything off a relationship which i really attempt to do and i think god does too uh, why else would he choose stories you know that stories are great to be able to help us know and understand a relationship you know that if if there's anything that i think that uh that really does demonstrate what being a Christian is uh, is about, it, it is all about relationships. And it, it's amazing that that is the one thing that we totally, coming into this world, we're totally screwed up with. Oh, yeah. And we just, I mean, it's it's mine, 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 mine. It's he said, she said, you know, and it's mm-hmm. the tattling. It's, it's all this, you know, all these bitter little arguments that we have. <laughs> I really believe that as a Christian, one of our ultimate goals ought to be... To, to where we can improve on any and every relationship that is within our power. Yeah. I mean, that that's really what it's all about. And it's not about telling somebody they're a sinner. It's not about, it, it, it's about loving people. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. And, and for the kids that are listening to this, I, I want to just say something right now. Stop your recorder. If you have kids in the, in the listening vicinity, stop your recorder. Okay. <laughs> Yesterday. 
I'm I, wondering if I should plug my ears. <laughs> I, 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 anybody that knows me, I do not curse. And I mean, well, around other people, there have been times where I get stressed out and, and it just comes up in my mind. But uh, <laughs> I have never, ever called somebody a name, probably since high school, other than the word jerk. <laughs> yeah, other, other, well, <laughs> jerk. I turned it down. So, uh, but anyway, I got that email, and the and with at the end of this email, I hit reply, and I typed in three words. I typed in, what an ass. <laughs> and I hit send. Oh, no. I did. Oh, gosh. I mean, they. It, <laughs> and I sit there, it's like, oh, my gosh. I cannot believe I just did that. But you know what? Even still, I, as much as that guy got under my skin with, with the things that he said, and as much as I think he deserved, personally, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, as sure. much as I think he deserved those three words, <laughs> the fact is, is that, you know what? Deep down somewhere in my heart, I really do feel for that guy oh, that yeah. sent me that email. The the words that he he obviously has some very deep rooted anger issues. And you know what? The I mean, obviously, I can't make everybody happy. It's not my responsibility to. And I don't know that I need to even pursue anything else with him. But but the but the deal is is that I was reminded when I sent that that oh my gosh, I did that. You know, and, and it's like I had an opportunity yeah. to I, just to not respond would have been better. Right. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, man. And my and, response to most of that is I love you, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, That's my response. It's, you know, it's a little bit of a back back, you know, backhand compliment. Had, but. had I been doing my almost daily devotionals consistently over the last couple of weeks and been renewing my mind on a daily basis, I doubt I would have actually sent that email. Yeah. But. <laughs> I did. Oh man! You know, one of the things that uh, we started up doing with the Waters, uh, which is the church that I'm I'm pastoring, or the cultural architect of, I don't like <laughs> the term pastoring, but um, uh, the what one of the things we did is we tried to remind ourselves that if you if you are going to be a part of the Waters, you are going to bless three people a week, period. And that's and it's you know they just hey if you're gonna if you're gonna say that you're a part of us, then you will attempt at least attempt at least three people a week. And so we actually set our, our, our cell phones or our watches or our computers to go off at 11 o'clock and at three o'clock every single day to remind us to pray for one another, but also to be able to bless people. And that has been amazing for me. It really, really has. I mean, it's just amazing for me. Explain um, explain the concept of, of, of what you're doing to bless people, just so, for those who are listening. Sure. And, and one of the things that's always the question, like, well, what do you mean by blessing? And uh, my response is, and I completely stole this from a guy named Michael Frost. Uh, <laughs> and he wrote he co-wrote a book with Alan Hirsch called The Shaping of Things to Come, which is a great book. Um, but uh, he, uh, he always said, you know, people always asked him the same question, what's a blessing? And he always, his response was, be creative. <laughs> and he left it at that. You know, he's like... Why don't you actually spend some time with God and just say, hey, God, how can I bless somebody today? Yeah. And just listen. And maybe God just wants you to send a small email to them, pull them aside and just give them some encouragement. Let them know that they're loved or, or cared for. Or at least you noticed something, you know, that you that you that it was something more than just, hey, how are you? I'm fine. Have a good day. Bye. You know, it's, it's a truly intentional blessing of someone. And he said, you know, if you're going to buy somebody a car, then go buy them a car, whatever. You know, if God wants you to do that, then you probably better do it. But but what but is God's that? probably not going to tell you to put that on a credit card. Yeah, no, no, no. Just so you know. 
<laughs> That's funny. But, uh, but you know, it just anything, anything that would be able to encourage and show someone some love, you know, show me, show me some love and, uh, and maybe a little bit of respect or something like that. That's 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 all it's required of the blessing, but it's intentional because the purpose of this is that we're developing relationships with people. Yeah, I love the idea of of, of the blessing, and you know whether it be at buying somebody lunch, dinner, whether it be uh, just going and spending some time with somebody who you think might need it, whether it be a quick phone call, an email, like you said, the the idea of blessing others, it, it, if anything, anytime you bless somebody, it's an investment in a relationship. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and that, I mean, anything that builds into a relationship and lets other people feel that you sense that they have worth. Right, exactly. That builds into other people and, and, and it, it communicates to them that at least you think they're worthwhile. Right. They're a worthwhile investment. And what does God want us to understand ultimately? That we are worthwhile. To him, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And what, what is it that Satan wants us to feel? That we're inadequate uh, and that we're insignificant and that we are worthless. Yeah. Or... That you should be like him, so eat that fruit. You know? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's exactly it's, it's yeah. he's always putting us in opposition of relationship, and I think that's what sin is. Honestly, ultimately, yep. sin is anything that it keeps brings you in opposition to a relationship with God. Yep. Um, that's ultimately what it is, and I think primarily most of that is within us is selfishness and right. sin. Well, folks, um, we did not get any feedback this week. Oh yeah, so, please, please, please. So so what we're going to do is we are going to make sure, make certain that you know that you can always email us here at about the church at feedback at gspn.tv. That's feedback at gspn.tv. Anytime a message comes in for this uh, show, I forward it on to DG. However, mm-hmm. we would really love it if you could give us a phone call and uh, give us a topic starter, a question, a comment. Anything you want, uh, you can do that by calling us at area code 859-795-4067. Again, it's area code 859-795-4067. So, DG, it's it's time to wrap up, my friend. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We love you. We'll be back next Tuesday, 10 a.m. at gspn.tv slash live if you want to join us in the chat room. We kind of try to keep a monitor on what's going on in the chat as well. So Yeah. Very cool. We'd love to see you here. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.